Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another episode of the Kids Days in the Podcast. I'm your host, Trey Cooper, and joining me is... Solomon Coo- Scooper. Not Cooper. That's not my name. We <laughs> <laughs> just stop. I'm sorry. Jokes are just getting worse and worse. Dad, they're not getting worse. They're getting better. It's getting less and less funny. Soon I'll just evolve into a... A jokeless clown? <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> I'll just ascend up. Oh, well, we have a really great show for you this week. We're going to be talking about Ghostbusters. Yes. Afterlife. Yes. You could, you could feel all the energy leave after I added the afterlife part. Oh, yeah? Everybody's probably really excited that we're going to talk about Ghostbusters. <clears throat> People are excited about this new Ghostbusters. And now we're talking about the teeny bopper version of Ghostbusters. Why are you being rude? I'm not being rude. You're being very hurtful off the bat. I- I don't feel like that was hurtful or rude at all. The teeny bopper? Yeah, it's the kid bop version of Ghostbusters. That is the meanest <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my whole life. This kid bop sucks. You know what's really funny is how true it is. No, uh, And I'm not saying the movie sucked at all. I'm just saying this really is the kid bop's version of Yeah, but kid bop makes songs way worse. This was like... It makes them this, safe. It makes you, them safe for children that don't want to hear curse words. There's still curse words in this. There's no curse words in kids bop. What are, we, what are we reviewing, Kids Bop now or, or Ghostbusters? We're reviewing Ghostbusters, and there's curse words in Ghostbusters. Well, like one or two. There's like three or four. <laughs> okay. I don't even remember there being any, actually. Well, there's at least two. Um, but yeah, before we dive into that, was there anything else that anything else we needed to, to cover? I, I really don't think that we uh, had any moving television experiences, and um, I also don't think that there were... Is there anything else that's really coming up besides Spider-Man? I'm so excited for Spider-Man, but um, no, I don't believe so. No. All right. So you still want to dive right in? I, yeah, I guess so. All right. Well, before we start talking about Kids Bop Ghostbusters, let's Very rude. talk about how you feel about the real Ghostbusters. <laughs> I know you've seen it before, right? Yeah, it's yeah. been a while. It's, it's, it's been a, a long, long while. I'm not asking you to go to in depth about the plot. I'm just asking what your what is your the nature of your relationship to the Ghostbusting? I've seen the original Ghostbusters. I've seen the all woman Ghostbusters, and I've seen the kids Ghostbusters. So I've seen three Ghostbusters movies. Right. I'm just asking, how do you feel about the original Ghostbusters? Well, I'm just letting you ask me about my Ghostbusting experience. So. I, I think I have a good relationship with Ghostbusters, <laughs> personally. <laughs> that's, a, that's a really weird way of me answering. I'm just trying to ask you if you like Ghostbusters. Are you a no, fan of Ghostbusters? No. Yes, me and Ghostbusters go way back. Back to when I was like five, six years old. And, you know, there's like one scene I remember from that, from that movie. And that is the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. That's the only scene you remember? That's the very end of the movie. Yeah, and that's why I remember. You don't remember Slimer? I obviously remember Slimer. But yeah. he's in all of them, except for this one. All <laughs> he's in all of them. He's in all of all of them. It was just funny how you said that. Um so yeah, 
I love the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, by the way. Uh, good to know. <laughs> I, I love him. Well, he's kind of iconic now. I had a crush on him. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> you know, it's funny is for a long time, I always thought that that Stay Puft Marshmallow Man was the guy that was on the Ghostbusters logo. <laughs> but um, anyway, I, I actually think it's important to talk about the relationship with the original Ghostbusters before we discuss this movie. Because I think it is 100% your enjoyment of the new Ghostbusters movie is going to hinge on how much you love the original Ghostbusters. And I mean that the opposite of how it sounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, here's my relationship with Ghostbusters. Saw it probably at the same age that you did when I was like four or five. Then it got banned from the house, and we weren't allowed to watch any movies that had ghosts or anything in them. Of course, of course. Um, and I used to sneak up when I was uh, eight, nine years old, maybe a little bit younger. I would sneak up on, I think, Saturday mornings, and I would watch the Ghostbusters cartoon show. But I got caught doing that one time, and then that was banned from the house as well. So... Long story short, I wasn't allowed to watch Ghostbusters at all, have any Ghostbusters toys, anything from about ages of six to, you know, 18. Mm. So I didn't see Ghostbusters again until I was in my mid-20s. Jeez. Wow. So while I love Ghostbusters, and I've seen it many times since then, it doesn't have, it doesn't occupy a, you know sacred nostalgic place in my brain mm-hmm. just by virtue of not you know what about a secret place in your heart sure it has like a tiny there's a little cupboard in my heart where it lives i guess that's nice at least it, at least it's there but i'm just saying it's not like it's not something that's like ingrained in my dna you know what i mean it, um so there's no you know sacred cows if you will when it comes to ghostbusters sacred cows which i think is why <laughs> yes is that a thing that people say I think it is. It sounds like something old people say. Oh, old people? Then go go right ahead. I just never heard anyone say sacred cows before. I'm pretty sure it's something people say. I'm sure it's a thing. Why would young people say it? Oh, I don't know. I'm no, back in the days, all people cared about was like cows and livestock and things like that. What about sacred pigs and sheep? No, not sacred enough. Okay. All right. You know what? Fine. Um. Anyway, all I have to say, I think that if... Ghostbusters is a really deeply important movie to you. Um, and absolutely nothing wrong with that. It's a great movie. Yeah. It uh, is. Then you're probably not going to like this new Ghostbusters. Unfortunately, not. Yeah. Um, we are going to be giving full spoilers here. I mean, it's a Ghostbusters movie, so I'm not really sure what people would be, you know, getting spoiled about, really. Yeah. Um, this is like The Force Awakens to A New Hope. Yeah. I mean, um, but they, they change genres kind of. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's kind of hard to say. I, I, there are people that are saying that this movie doesn't understand what Ghostbusters is and blah, 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 blah. Well, maybe, but more likely they just were making a different type of movie, you know? Yeah, a new Ghostbusters. Yeah. And um, I I don't really see what they want them to do. They, they already tried to do a Ghostbusters that was in the same vein-ish as the original one. Um, the last, you know, reboot, that didn't really go over very well. Um, this time they decided to make it more like a family adventure comedy. Yeah. But I would say the comedy is a little bit minimized. Um, it's It's... Maybe actually calling it a comedy is actually the wrong word. What do you think? I don't know. I think there's some quippy jokes yeah, but mixed would you... in there, but I wouldn't call it a comedy. Yeah, it's more like it's more kind of like a uh, uh, Ghostbusters themed episode of Stranger Things. Yeah, um, sure. But I... what's funny is is that Finn Wolfhard's in it, and they also dressed up as the Ghostbusters in Stranger Things. So just like oh, everything all... came full circle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, yeah, before we get into, like, any plot details or anything, I just kind of wanted to get that out there because I think that really is going to, like, t- 
determine how much you enjoy the movie. It, if it, if the very thought of them making a kid, and it's not that it's for kids only, but it's definitely a kid-friendly, kid-centric Ghostbusters movie that's incredibly sincere. Um, it's not really sarcastic. Um, and it's kind of all shot in this uh, very Spielbergian, you know, nostalgic haze. I feel like the whole movie was like sepia toned, you know, you kind of got some ET vibes. Um, sure, sure. And if that very thought makes your skin crawl, then the movie will do nothing to change your mind whatsoever. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're just going to keep saying that everything I'm saying is true, like I'm on trial. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so I knew that going in. And honestly, everybody should have known that going in. Because that's what it looked like from the trailer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and everything that you thought about what this movie is going to be from the trailer is exactly what it is. Yep. I, I would say. Um, and I'm trying to think. What? I'm just trying to think of. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of what kind of <laughs> hardcore Ghostbusters fan would like this movie. And I really can't think of, of any. Um, um. If you like Ghostbusters, but you're not addicted to Ghostbusters. Addicted to Ghostbusters. I know all these Ghostbuster junkies <laughs> sitting outside the theater. Injecting marshmallow into their arms. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I know this is a really long, winding preamble to kind of get into the into the meat of the movie, but I think it just needs to be said because I've noticed that even, even though there is a lot of, um, some of it, you know, misogynistic, some of it warranted uh, hatred. The misogynistic part wasn't warranted, <laughs> just to be clear. Yes. I, <laughs> but some of the criticism so. was warranted uh, uh, towards the uh, last Ghostbusters movie. Um, this movie is very odd. It either has um, nines and tens from people that are scoring it, who adore it, love it, think it's amazing. Mm-hmm. But the people who don't like it, loathe it yeah. hate it with every fiber of their being and uh one of the one of the biggest things that i keep reading about uh this the ghostbusters afterlife is critics saying the movie is a cynical exercise in you know trying to capitalize on our nostalgia and you know just uh, trying to print money based on people things that we're nostalgic about and it's such a cynical enterprise that you know it's it's like the gif of Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the screen and laughing. Um, I, I don't think, think uh, that's true. Yeah, that's personally. what I was, was going to ask you. I, I after watching this movie, th- there's one thing that I would say it 100 percent isn't is cynical. No, it's definitely not cynical. It's very like real and warm. You know, it's sincere. Nice. Sincere. I know you already said sincere though. I was using different words, Dad. I wasn't tell- putting words in your mouth. I was just using my own words. Oh, sure. Sure. That's what they all say. Okay. Well, go ahead and use your <laughs> words. Use your big words. Warm, heartwarming, um, nice, comfort, comfortable, pleasant. Do you like these words, Dad? Those aren't synonyms for sincere, but they are words. Uh, you're right. <laughs> Well, what are the synonyms for sincere? I think I think we should move past this part. Man. People are tuning out now. Oh, you're right. They don't want to. They don't want to hear us discuss. They don't, vocab. The, yeah, Fine. they don't want thesaurus the podcast. <laughs> Fine. But yeah, I I just think that the movie is very sincere. I don't think there's anything cynical about it. You can you can have genuine discussions on whether or not you think what they did worked or whether you should do this. I again, this is not a sacred pig for me. So. I have no problem with you remixing Ghostbusters a bit and turning it into whatever genre of movie you want to. Um, I think that there's actually something a lot more cynical about adults who come into a, a property that they liked, you know, whenever they were younger and saying, oh, this is not what Ghostbusters is. I mean, you don't really get to say anymore, right? You're not making a Ghostbuster. And a lot of the original yeah. folks are involved in this movie, so... I think that they're, you know, have more right to say what a Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters movie film. is. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, yeah. 
so in sync right there. That was awesome. We were in harmony. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, let's dive into the movie. Do you want to give one of your uh, patented plot synopses? Yes. You know I love them. I'm getting better. Um, so. The year is 2021. It is? 2021? Okay, good to know, good to know. That actually means nothing to me. Um, so, to set the scene. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, the family's broke. They end up having to move. The to family? Them. What family? The main family. Okay, so there's uh, a main family. Consisting of Carrie Coon, uh, McKinnick Grace, and Finn Wolfhart. Um, that's the family. All right, no dad, by the way. Um, they are, they're broke, and they have to end up leaving their apartment and moving to her father's, the mom's father's um, farmhouse, like out in the middle of nowhere. And um, eventually... How do they move out there? They drive. But why do they... they so they, so she moves in with her dad? No, her dad's dead. Oh, her dad's dead. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they inherited a farmhouse? Yes. Okay, just checking. Um, okay, am I am I doing this really badly? No, I feel like I'm doing better than usual. <laughs> yeah, you do, you're nailing it. Um, and then the the the, the it's, I guess she's the main kid, right? Mechanic Race is I would say is the main character. Yeah, and her character's name is Phoebe. Phoebe, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we tell her your last name, it'll be a spoiler. I'm yeah, just but, kidding. You know, pretty pretty quickly. Um. So she starts. You're not going like, to say anything. You her. can tell them after <laughs> in a second. All right. She starts uncovering these this house and um, seeing like different mysteries and what's going on. And she seems like she sees like a ghost detector and a ghost starts playing chess with her. And then they like she starts like finding all these things. And then you end up realizing that it is. I think it's called a TK meter. I just want it to seem like we know something who about Ghostbusters. It? it is. It is who? Who's the ghost? Who's the ghost? Oh my god, Dad! I'm very confused. You're about what literally you're like you're not going to tell them who it is. You who, tell them. The family. It's the Spanglers. Yes, it's the Spanglers. Yeah. Why did you bring up a ghost? Because he's a ghost. Oh god, we're like you're skipping all over the movie now. No, he point. literally like is like helping her, like. Showing her where the the secret board is to find all of his like old tech. Okay. And then the movie takes place. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I did it. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, honestly, though, for a plot recap, um, she goes to summer the, school. The, the plot like, of the movie is basically just Ghostbusters again, right? Like you said, it's their Force Awakening, you know, Ghostbusters. Yeah. So it's a new cast. Some of the old cast intermingled in there, passing the baton on to some young kids, um, but with the, essentially the exact same plot of Ghostbusters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Uh, what did you think about the way that they started revealing, you know, that that was, I mean, it was really obvious, I think, that it was Spengler's house from the very beginning. Yeah, because they do like a whole like beginning thing. Yes. In the very, very beginning. Because, as we know, Harold Ramis passed away, and so he was the only Ghostbuster who was not able to be in this movie. So I actually thought the opening scene was great. I think yeah. I think most people would actually be, even hardcore Ghostbusters fans, would still be on board with the movie from the opening scene. And it's a very beautiful-looking scene. Yeah, it's, it's incredibly well shot, and it basically tells you what happened to Spangler, you know, because he obviously... He can't be in the can't movie. be in the movie. So. so they have to show you kind of what happened to him. I thought that was a great jumping off point. I thought yeah. it was a really amazing opening opening scene. And then when he gets killed, um, they have the TK meter go off. So you already know that he's now he's still in the house, but as a ghost. Yeah. Um, I really hope that it's called a TK meter. Otherwise, I'm gonna look real dumb. I hope it is not. And then everyone will laugh. Well, at least you. I didn't call it a ghost finder like you did. Well, it's a ghost finder. Not okay. Yeah, you're right. It kind of is. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, so the family has to move to this little town, and there's all these earthquakes happening, and they basically find out that. Um, Who finds us out, Dad? The kids. All, the, all these kids. Yeah, but there's a reason they find it out. Come on, there's another cast member. I don't remember any other cast member. It's Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd's in this movie. Dad. 
I completely forgot about that. Also, another reference. I know I said that. So there's a Stranger Things thing. And then Paul Rudd's in this movie, and the main girl's name is Phoebe. Paul Rudd, Phoebe. Friends, Phoebe, and Paul Rudd. You know, y'all know. Everyone who watches Friends knows. I've never seen that show. Dad, stop. Was that, is that like a popular thing with kids? Does it come on after Fuller House? I, I I'm it. just asking. I don't know. You do know. I've never seen You've that. You've watched just as much Friends as me, if not more. I only watch Sex in the City. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah, so Paul Rudd is in this movie. And he's amazing. Uh, I love Paul he's, Rudd. He's not in it that much. He's like a substitute teacher who also he's, has he's to, happens to be a... substitute teacher. He's a summer teacher, summer school teacher. Okay, summer school teacher. So and he, who also happens to be a seismologist. Yeah. Um, and, uh, for some, this is, this is really confusing to me as far as like, there are some weird little plot things in the movie that I think are perfectly fair game for people to complain about. But so, um, McKenna Grace's character, Phoebe Spangler, she is supposed to be this like wonderkin, like she's genius at everything. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for her absolutely amazing performance, cause she is, she's so good. She's really good in this movie. Um, but she could be annoying, right? Because she's one of those genius movie kids who just happens to know everything about every single thing. Yeah, but I love that. It's fine, but it can be an annoying trope. I think she did a great job. But I could not understand why is she in summer school. Um, because they had to. They were too poor to afford school. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know, Dad. Oh, it makes no sense. I didn't know why she did it. Maybe, maybe, um. She failed, like... But you're just making stuff up. Well, you... Because there, it's... What am I supposed to do? Yeah, Dad? exactly. I'm just saying the movie doesn't ever explain to you why she's in summer school. They just need a way for her to be hanging out with Paul Rudd and make it not be creepy. True. But yeah, Paul, but Rudd's, like, Paul Rudd's in town because, uh, you know, there's been some earthquakes. And not surprisingly, it's because, you know, an evil Dark Lord wants to rise again. That was a really cool scene, though, when he's, like, describing, like, volcanic quakes and earthquakes and and then, like, what's happening in there. I thought that was fun. I oh, liked, I thought it was so cool. Did you not think it was cool? No, I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool. It was, it was a fun scene. Um, And, yeah, we find out, like, so this is one of the things where I have to say, it, thankfully it wasn't a big giant plot point or it had been really annoying, but, like, you find out things, it's kind of like the whole, oh, guess what? Darth Vader built C-3PO. Like, that's not something that we needed to know. Nobody watched Star Wars and was like, I wonder how C-3PO got built. You know what I mean? That's how, that's what I was thinking the whole time I was watching <laughs> Star Wars. Well, this is like, they, you find out that, like, the person who built the old skyscraper and you get to find out more about him and how he was mining the special material that conducts magic, I guess. I don't know. Um, that was just a bit of backstory that I didn't think that anybody was asking about. Yeah, if I'm like, being honest, where do they mine this metal? I don't even remember that. If I'm being completely honest, I don't remember it either. From the original Ghostbusters, do you mean, or from the new one? From both. The new one, that old man that was down in that cave. He was like, his name was like Sparrow. Oh, that's Agnew. that was. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's. Yeah, and it was weird because that's uh, J.K. J.K. Simmons. Is that right? I just know his last name is Simmons. Yeah, well, J. 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 Jonah Jameson. Yeah, or Mr. Simmons. Yeah, and he's in the movie for like all of three seconds. Yep. They, t- they, t- they talk about him. He does great. Quite a bit. I wouldn't say he does great. He does, he does like a, nothing. He does a great job in those amount, that amount of time. Um, but yeah, for the beginning of the movie, it's all like very kid-friendly, kid movie um, shenanigans. You know what I mean? Going on first dates, meeting new friends. You know, getting attacked by miniature Stay Puft Parshmallow Men. It's all very tame. So mm-hmm. once they actually had to kick in the Ghostbusters plot, it did feel a little bit, um, at least to me, it was kind of uh, didn't really go together particularly really well for slow. a kid's movie. Yeah, because you have, and we're really going to be showing our lack of Ghostbusters knowledge here, which is going to probably make uh, nobody want to take seriously what we're, our opinion. We're probably going to have which a, is fine. a new point. <laughs> Oh, God. What? Friends. Do you, just, do you watch anything besides Friends? Friends. <laughs> See, you watch Friends. You know what that was from. Um, whenever they, what is the, what are the two people called that they, 
the Dark Lord needs to to rise from his from his shadowy grave. Why are you asking me, Dad? It's it's like the it's called like the, the gatekeeper and the, the key master. I don't know. Somebody Dad. a key. Someone's a herald. Yeah, herald and key master. I don't know. There's two of them, and they turn into dogs. Yeah, <laughs> they turn into demon dogs, and they need to. Um, they yeah they, they need to do the, the the dirty. Yeah, they have to hook up in order to make the make their master be able to come back alive. Yeah, they got they do go to the I master. didn't actually remember. I think it might have gone over my head back when I watched the Ghostbusters the first time and then I don't know why I didn't remember that. But yeah, you're watching this very very PG movie and then all of a sudden it's like, "Oh, these two characters have to have to uh Brown chicken wow wow. <laughs> yeah. It was just such a weird thing. And um even though Sigourney Weaver and um Oh my God, Rick Moranis' character, uh, who played those roles in the original movie, in this movie, it's even more creepy and gross, I guess, because they're characters that you really like. They're like main characters. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like you're watching this kids movie, and then like it's the kid's mom, and then Paul, Paul Rudd, Rudd the, the seismologist teacher man. Yeah. So I mean, I guess they tried to make it not as creepy by having them go on like one date beforehand. But it's still pretty creepy that something possessed their bodies and then made them have relations in the middle of a kid's movie. <laughs> it was just really bizarre. I mean, like, yeah, that was a bit weird. But, I mean, they had to do it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, what are you going to do? You're possessed by an evil demon dog. No, I'm... Yeah, okay. I just meant the movie had to do it. Did they, though? I mean, they had to follow the plot. I, I, I mean, they didn't have to... I mean, they sure, they didn't have to do the exact same plot. Yeah, I'm kind of tired of them doing the exact same plot. I mean, like I said, this is very Force Awakensy. you know what I mean? Like, um, and they did the exact same plot there. But this is just, yeah, it's the exact same plot, in a, but on a farm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I love farms. <laughs> <laughs> do you love farms? <laughs> no, I just... <laughs> Just way to fill the silence. Um, so let's go into the things that you liked about the movie. Any things that you didn't like about the movie? I mean, I didn't. I I liked a lot of the movie personally. I don't think there was a lot of things that I didn't like. I loved the cast. The cast was great, and like you said, McKenna Grace is amazing. I may or may not have a mild crush on her. And she pulled double duty because she also sang she the. She sings. Uh, the end credit song. And boy, oh boy, have I been listening to that on loop. Yeah, even though it sounds like, uh, you know, Walmart brand Taylor Swift, oh, but whatever. whoa, that is rude. Walmart brand. If anything, it's Target. Uh, okay. Taylor Swift already is Target brand. Uh, exactly. Dad. All right, so the cast, you like the cast? I like the cast a lot. I love Paul like, Rudd already. He's already really likable, and he does a great job. What's his, what's his name? <laughs> really yeah, I know what it is. I know. His name is Gary Gruberson. Good job. He's so amazing. Like, do you like Gary? I loved Gary Gruberson. <laughs> I thought he was better as a demon dog. Hey, that's rude. He was great as Gary Gruberson, Okay. It, it was it was funny, you know, and he he's like he's he's like a wholesome, lovable like uncle. Except when he turns into a demon dog okay, and has well, relations not, with that guy, that, that's that not the kid's mother. His fault, okay, all right. Oh man, so that would have been a perfect time for me to to do the classic dirty dog. Oh, thank God he didn't. Ha, 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 ha. Uh, what about the son, Finn Wolfhard? Did you think Wolf, he did a good job? Wolf Finhart. Wolf. What did I call him? Finn Wolfhard. That's what his name is. Oh, I thought you just said Wolf Finhard. What? I'm getting confused. You just said Wolf Finhard. I did not get very much sleep last night. I know. Um, he's good. I don't feel like he was really... Nothing worth noting, honestly. Yeah, and he, and it doesn't help that he's like he's going through like the that awkward phase. Yeah, he looks like... Um, he looks like the kid from Stranger Things that ever stretched out like Gumby. Yeah, he reminds me of the way uh, the guy from the kid from Arrested Development looks in like the later seasons. Oh yeah, <laughs> except for he's like thirty five in the later seasons. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. What is that guy's name? 
Oh my gosh, I'm completely blanking on it also. Dude, everyone knows who it is, and we don't. I know, everybody knows who it is. That, it's in Scott Pilgrim. I know. Why don't you just call him Scott Pilgrim? Sure. But yeah, when they did the sequel, when they did the sequel series for, I guess it's not really called a sequel series, but they did the new series for Netflix of Arrested Development, and he's supposed to be like a freshman in college, and he's like 35, but um, he still has the same like facial structure and everything, but something about it looks old and uncanny valley-ish. He looks really scary. He looks kind of like a, like very feminine. That's, that's rude. That's it, not rude. You he, said he looks scary. Yeah, he looks, but he has like, he looks like a man body with like a very feminine face. What's wrong with having a feminine face? He, but he has like mustache <laughs> hair. So, so. It's creepy, dad. You don't understand. You're just being really rude. Why do you keep saying you don't understand every time you don't explain anything? You don't understand how scary he looks. I understand very much how scary he looks, but that's not why I would say it. Why does he look scary then? Because he has like a baby face, but he looks old. So it's this weird yeah, amalgam face. of an old baby. He looks like an old baby. <laughs> a really long baby. Yeah, old, long baby. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, that's the worst thing. Oh, that's, that's nothing to do with what we're talking about. Finn Wolfhart wasn't even that, like, he wasn't really. No, all I said, he looked like he stretched out. You're the one who compared him to old Scott Pilgrim. I know. Also, I hate that we don't know his name. I know it's driving me insane. Um, but yeah, he wasn't—he wasn't that good. He's better in Stranger Things. <laughs> um, I thought Carrie Coons did a great job as the mom. She, she did great. She does not. She doesn't have like the world's biggest part, but I thought it was a very. Um, so Jason Reitman, by the way, we didn't mention that, but Jason Reitman directed this movie, and um, I thought Carrie Coons had a very Jason Reitman charactery. Uh, type personality. If you've seen any of his other movies, like I, Juno or Up in the Air, thank you for smoking. Um, or those three movies. Well, she just. She, I really liked that the mom wasn't one of those perfect single moms who goes around hugging their kids and kissing them on the forehead and making them little lunches and you know what I mean? Yeah. Like she just was like she seemed like a real person. Yeah, she reminds me of my mom. And she wasn't trying to be like. Uh, she wasn't trying to be overly. Michael Cera, good God, that's what his Jesus. name is. Don't don't say Jesus. I'm saying thank you, Lord, for helping us. Now you just offended like half of our listening audience. I didn't offend them. I was just thanking God. Okay, yeah, I believe you. Anyway, uh, I forgot what I was talking about. Uh, <laughs> shoot, I'm just kidding. Carrie Coons, and she was great as the mom. Yeah, and she seemed like a really good character. Um, we already talked about McKenna Grace. She's really good. Grooby McGruberson, he Gary was Gruberson. good. Yeah, Gary Gruberson, That's he was good. Um, what was the girl's name who played Lucky? Um, that is Celeste O'Connor. I had a voice track in that, and I made it really ruined it. So glad I'm spending all that money on voice lessons, so well, you can do that. Voice lessons and clear your throat <laughs> incessantly, like a hundred year old man. <laughs> voice lessons can't stop voice tracks, Dad. Oh, what can they do then? Uh, help me sing. Did you not hear how beautiful it sounded before the voice track? <laughs> that was amazing. Okay. People are lining up to buy tickets already to your first opera. Get on with it, Dad. Stop being so rude. Yeah, so the girl played Lucky, what was her name? I Celeste honestly couldn't O'Connor. Hear. Well, I couldn't hear you because your voice is cracking all over Celeste the place. Celeste O'Connor. Okay, got it. Um, she wasn't really in the movie very much. She didn't really have that much to do. I mean, she was good in she the was good. she was good in the small part that she had. But I think she did better than Finn. They didn't do they personally. They didn't have a ton of stuff for her to do. They had like the same amount of size part, and I think. What did you think about the actual ghost busting in this movie? So instead of having Slimer, which I really wish we would have just had Slimer. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. We had a new character called Muncher. Yeah, he's kind of silly. Yeah, he's blue. Yeah, he's and he looks like a big. Fat baby with six legs. He looks like a fat caterpillar. Why well, can't we just call him a big fat baby with six legs? I just didn't really understand why they didn't just use Slimer. Yeah, me neither. He also had like weird abilities, like he yeah. spit machine gun bullets. <laughs> I didn't know what that was. <laughs> like <laughs> nails or something. I think it's supposed to be because he eats metal. So he like splits it all up in his I stomach don't know. and then like shoots it all out I with a scream. I don't understand either. Yeah, that was a weird. He wasn't he wasn't very cute. I didn't like him as much as Slimer. I mean, he was cute. Why did he have legs? Slimer's not cute. Yeah, he he's a ghost. Why does he need so many legs? Well, he has to climb all about. 
He flew everywhere. Okay, well, it makes it look really cool when his six legs are spread out and he's going like whoosh. Okay. <laughs> um. So yeah. So this is a Ghostbusters movie. What did you think about the actual ghost busting? That's an important part. Um. I thought it was really cool. I. I mean, they only really, they ghost busted, like classically ghost busted, like one ghost, and then they debusted him, and then they. Busted some more ghosts. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Very clearly. Um, there was like a huge difference, though, in the way that they did the ghost busting in this, which was primarily using a remote control car ghost trap. Yeah, that was cool. I liked it. They had to, like, freeze the ghost with the gun, and then they had an RCXDM with a ghost trap, and it was like... And then it came. Then they counted it. But the, the whole, the weirdest thing about the RCXD though is that it was going the same exact speed as the car, and sometimes it was going faster than the car. And don't be like, oh, the car was going five miles an hour because it was going at like seventy miles an hour. Yeah, I feel like the. I think th honestly, I think my biggest issue with the movie is that is that it felt like there was some extensive rewrites to the script. But like maybe after they were shooting, or maybe it happened in editing. I'm not really sure. I can't really tell. But something happened in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, because like um, they're just like weird little plot things that I feel like they would have covered. You know what I mean? For instance, that guy, that kid. Oh, we didn't even talk about that kid who plays podcast. Guess he wasn't very memorable. His name is Logan Kim. Um, what did you think about podcast? He was cute, but kind of annoying. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. From the second he said that his name was podcast, I, my eyeballs rolled out of my head. Uh I just thought that was, like, so pandering. Um, to who? It was, like, just trying to be, like, oh, Were look how modern we us? are. <laughs> no, it was just trying to be, like, like pandering to modern audiences in general. And it's it was just too overly quirky. If you met somebody who did a podcast, have you ever met someone who did a podcast before? Yeah, me and oh, you. Yeah, so whenever you go to school and somebody introduced themselves to you and you said, oh, yeah, you can call me podcast. Why? Because I do a podcast. No, That's what he says in the movie. It says his name is podcast. And she says, why? And he says, because I do a podcast. I, yes, a podcast. I know it's stupid. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's fun. It's like, Fine. I'm not like other boys. From now on. Um, I'm not going to do it. No, you call, call yourself roller rink boy. Roller rink boy. What do you mean? Roller rink boy. You go to the roller rink all the time. Stop going at the roller rink. So you're, <laughs> you're going to call yourself. Roller rink boy from now on. No. And see if people see if people think it's dumb. What if I call myself skater boy? Sure, do that then. <laughs> I'd rather die. Um and no, that's not the same. The skater boy I think also means like uh skateboarding. I'm people need to know that you're a roller a roller rink boy. A roller blader. I'm way cooler than roller skaters, all right? No, I'm not. I'm just as sad. <laughs> <laughs> We're all sad. Anyway, um, so yeah, I thought I thought podcast was kind of annoying, but I I kind of I've, devolved. I went I took us down a down a rabbit trail by telling everybody about your roller rink habit. I know. Um. So the car, habit. the car, the the remote control car with the ghost trap on it. The RCXD ghost trap. Yeah. So they couldn't go faster than a car. I feel like that had something that they were planning on doing, and they ended up not doing because that kid, the podcast boy. He's always wearing the goggles that are in their first movie are just to see ghosts, right? They're like those night vision ghost finding goggles. Oh, that's what those are? Yeah, but he's wearing them all the time in the middle of daylight. So I have a feeling that at some point there was something written where like those goggles, he had like Spangler had upgraded them or something and they were like attached to that car because he's also controlling his remote control car where he can't see it. Yeah, because he's and, small and he's in the back seat. And it's, and it's, an old-timey car with old-timey gear, right? This is not like a drone where you can see a screen on your cell phone so you can keep piloting it even if you can't see the drone itself. Yeah. There would be no way for him to control his car and know what it's doing if he cannot see it. Mm -hmm. And instead, he's, like, having they're doing this remote-control car at, like, 70 miles an hour, speeding all around town and catching ghosts, you know? Yeah. So I feel like there was something missing there that was either cut out or was changed whenever they did maybe some rewrites or something. Yeah, he also, like, knows exactly how to operate this car. Like not this, like the the actual. What's what's the main car called? It's gonna be really embarrassing if you don't know it. The main car, the Ghostbusters car. Yeah. Yeah, it's called a, but Busty. 
the Buster Meister. <laughs> yes, he knows exactly how to operate the Buster Meister, and he like opens a secret passageway to put the drone through it. Yeah, the, it was honestly, and I this might sound like a weird thing to complain about, but the movie was really missing a classic '80s montage. There, yes. There's a part that's missing between when they start ghostbusting the kids themselves and um, when they discover all the gear. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We never see them put the suits on. We never really know why they put the suits on, except for Phoebe's character. Um, we never know, really find out. Now, the, the, there's a natural arc on how Finn Wolfhard's character can um, drive the car because he fixes it. You know what I mean? He starts joy driving it. That's all fine. Mm-hmm. But as far as the rest of the gear, everybody just kind of seems to know how it works. Yeah, they just like go down to secret passageway and then just have a bunch of gear yeah. that they use. I mean, on the with the remote control car part, that was kind of dumb. But with the other stuff, I actually really liked this, and a lot of the people who hate this movie really hated this. That um, people were that they basically learned how to do all the stuff, use the stuff by watching YouTube videos of the original Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, that was awesome. I, really I had no that. problem with that because this movie has to take place in a universe where it's real. So you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That stuff would have made its way to YouTube. Yeah. Well, we're running up on time, so let's uh, let's hit the the ending of the movie. Um, so we have a kind of classic. Um, we have a classic Ghostbuster Ghostbustery ending, um, with a couple of exceptions. One, they decided instead of going just for big action comedy spectacle, they were going to try and um, you know dive directly at the heartstrings and this is where it gets a little bit dicey for me because on the one hand I think it worked for the most part but I can 100% understand that if you already were not quite on board with the movie but maybe you thought it was pretty good this could push you right off the cliff yeah so not only do you have um and are you dying over there I'm not dying what is happening did you eat a bunch of habanero peppers before you came over here and okay don't worry about it I just He's like clutching his throat and acting like he just swallowed poison. <laughs> I just want to—I don't want to clear my throat anymore. We all appreciate that, um, but yeah. So um, you have an appearance from all the original Ghostbusters. They kind of show up to, to save the day. I don't even really think that's a spoiler. They've been making the rounds and saying they're in the movie. And if you're watching the movie, they're not showing up, so you know they're going to show up at some point. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, the cynical folks have said, "Oh, they're all sleepwalking through their roles and blah blah blah." I didn't think that was true at all. I felt like they all were giving a decent performance, um, good performance. I thought they all did a good yeah, job. Yeah, they all did great. Of um, I do great have to point actors. out that, uh, and I don't know if you felt the same way or if you noticed this. Um, so it's Ernie Hudson, uh, Dan Aykroyd, and, and Bill Murray are the three still alive Ghostbusters, and. Is it just me, or did Bill Murray look like he was 3,000 years older than everybody else? Uh, I don't know. Bill Murray always looks old to me. Well, he looks like he's well, 3,000 years older than all the rest Bill of them. Bill Murray is my friend's celebrity crush, by the way, everyone. I just felt like y'all should know. Yeah, we should know some anonymous person's celebrity crush. Do y'all want to know no, his name? No, yeah. you can't tell people's names. I'm going to tell, tell his full name, first, mm. middle, and last. No, don't do that. I Obviously, I'm not going to do that. Especially because he's a minor. That's true. How do you know? You just gave it away. Oh, my God. Because you're not friends with any adults. That's not true. You have a bunch of adult friends. Um, Your friends are my friends, Dad. Okay. Anyway. I was just I thought Bill Murray I thought Bill Murray looked uh, like he was 300,000 years old. He looks like he's maybe like 100 years old. Um but yeah, then this movie go, goes ahead and pulls a full Harry Potter mm-hmm. and um uh it, like I'm not kidding, like it's exactly the scene from Harry Potter for those of you who uh who remember where he's fighting Voldemort and they're like wand their wand streams are like, you know, clashing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of going back and forth. And then, you know, Harry's, the ghost of his parents come out of his wand. I mean, and then like help him defeat the, the evil Dark Lord. That's basically what's happening in this. Phoebe uh, is shooting her. Yeah, shooting the a, a ghost busting beam <laughs> at her. And then the ghost is shooting a hand laser. Yeah, I couldn't, because she's using the proton pack, but I couldn't tell if, like, he's just reflecting it back at her, if he was, like, 
No, it's he, a different. It's a different beam. He had, a, but it looks like he absorbed it from the other ones. Maybe. Who knows? But it's a different color. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, right when it looks like he might be winning, then, then the ghost of her grandfather comes out of the. She doesn't really come out of the thing, but just appears and like holds her, holds onto her. Um, and yeah, like depending on how you're feeling about the movie this time, the appearance of forced ghost Spangler uh, could really rub you the wrong way. I thought at the scene, at the beginning of the scene when it happened, I thought it was great. And I thought they were just going to show his ghost hand and then like a blurry side of his face. And I thought that was awesome. Yeah. I do feel like they got a little bit too in love with their own tech and their own ghost rendering and um, overused him. Overused him. They, they basically gave him a scene with like almost everybody. Yeah. And uh, I mean, all the Ghostbusters looked at him and I thought that was good. Yeah, that was fine, but I wish they wouldn't have even shown him at all. Like, not sh- I don't think they needed to show like all those close-ups of his face and his emotions, and then his daughter gets to go give him a hug, and then he goes and tells his grandson how much he loves him, and then he, he writes talk. he writes everybody post-it notes oh with encouraging God. letters for them to put on their window. It was just a little bit too much. Yes. I don't think the movie needed that. Um, but yeah, and then the movie's over. <laughs> And yep. there's a really, really weird scene at the end, which I still don't understand, where yeah. it shows, like, them going into... not. It doesn't show them going. It just shows, like, New York City, basically, and then the Ghostbusters theme starts playing. And I didn't really understand what the point of showing that was. This is the worst thing I've ever seen. I'm going to hit you with the microphone. <laughs> Why? So, uh, post, post-credit post scenes. There are two post-credit scenes. Two post-credit scenes. Yeah. Um, again, not really sure what either one of them meant. Uh, one of them was kind of a fun smash cut sight gag because it was telling you, it said, like, who all was in the movie, right? You know, as credits do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then it said, and also special appearances by, and then it had the Ghostbusters, right? Ernie Hudson, Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray. And then it said, and Sigourney Weaver. And I was like, what? When was she in the movie? And then it smash cuts to her just so that they could say that they had her in the movie. Yeah. It was kind of a funny gag, but it didn't really go anywhere. Um, and and then, then there's another, oh my God, there were so many scenes. And then the last scene was um, essentially... Um, Ernie Hudson's character buying the firehouse House. and bringing the, um, the the Bustermeister in. Yeah, the car. He brings the car back, but the kids aren't a part of that, and obviously they're not redoing another movie with the, you know, the three Ghostbusters. Yeah, so I mean, I guess technically the family all lived in New York at the beginning, so they could all just move back to New York. That's true. But I don't know. Ghostbusters seems to have a problem with recycling this same exact plot with the exact same evil Lord and the exact same thing every single time. I don't really understand. You have a whole lot of lore. You go on, you just have ghosts, right? You yeah. don't have to keep having the exact same plot. I mean, they did something different from the, the one with the, all the women, right? Kind of not really though. What do you mean? There was like a big tall building and then there was like ghost mirrors. How is that? That's not a different plot. There's still <laughs> the whole plot is still like trying to like raise some like dark Lord. Well, a different Dark Lord. That's not a different plot. In a plot. different place. Not really a different plot. Not in a giant, like, Aztec pyramid. Okay. With dogs. We have, like, 30 seconds. So, what do you... This is going to be funny, because you you've been getting so irritated whenever you do the rating for this movie. But, if we're going to have to put a number... You go first. You mean to go first? Yeah, you go first. I always go first. No, because I feel like you're going to change your 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 score based on whatever I say. I know what I'm going to say. Do you know? Mm-hmm. Last time you like screamed and screamed and screamed. Yes, I know what I'm going to say, and I just need I just need some time to think of a scoring system, Dad. Okay. So if I had to put a number on it, I would say probably. Hmm. Let's see. How generous am I feeling today? Yeah, you're, you're kind of, I feel like you could just change your review based on I'm going to say uh, 7 out of 10. 7? Ghost Traps, yeah. Ghost Traps? Okay. I'm giving it a way higher review. Okay. And by way, I'm not giving it like a 10. I'm going to say 9 out of 10 Ghost 
busting meisters. You're so weird. You, you you haven't even sounded like you liked the movie that much I while you're talking. I did like the movie. I know we're, the whole time I we're talking about cast, you're, so you're yawning, and you're clearing your throat. Well, that's you, that's a, that's a, that's a, I mean, I'm uninterested. You can't, it just means I'm like, can't remember anybody's name. I remembered everyone's name. You didn't even know the name of the little boy. You didn't even know the name of the car. I think the main re- you didn't know it either. The main reason I loved it is because of McKenna Grace, and that is literally. I think I gave two bonus points before this I, last song I, and I, her performance. You can't change it to say now you would have gave it a seven, but you give it two extra points. Uh, no. That's what you keep doing, changing your score at the very I end. I didn't change the score. I'm not saying you can't give it a nine. I'm just saying it's funny to me. The other I day, didn't say I was giving it a seven. I'm just saying bonus points. The reason they got that score is because McKinney Grace is so good. <laughs> okay. Okay. I just remember the other day you were talking about how much you loved this one movie and you thought it was amazing and it was so great and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, you gave it a six. six. <laughs> yes, I know, Dad. I am cool and crazy. I like I like. Twirling the balls, you know, like ruffling some feathers. Twirling the balls. <laughs> Who says that? I don't know. Nobody ever in the history of man has said that. Okay. Okay. So, uh, but even though I give it a seven, I would say, look, if unless you're like, if you're like a huge diehard uh, Ghostbusters fan and then nothing else is going to do, you're not going to like this movie. But, you know, if you just like Ghostbusters and you want to show something, uh, uh, introduce some Ghostbusting to to your kids, I think it's a great place to start. I think kids will like the movie. I think it's a, um, you know, at the very least you can see it on streaming if you want to if you want to wait. Yeah. But it is really fun it's time. It's a really fun movie. It's a really great cast. And there's something there for everyone. And honestly, we do have that new Cinemark now here in Waco. So really worse ways to spend your time than in those recliners with a glass of wine. That's true. Watching some ghost busting. Amen. As long as you can try and run out of the movie before that uh, Walmart Taylor Swift song comes on at the end. Oh, my God. No, y'all stay for that part. That part's amazing. I really want people to tell me how accurate that I am. It is the weirdest thing ever to have somebody. I mean, Taylor Swift's like very midstream pop music. So to have somebody like very blatantly Honestly, riffing on her lyrics. Honestly, right now. It's called Haunted House by McKenna Grace. Now no one's going to watch the movie if they listen to that song first. Um, everyone will watch it because they'll know how good it is. But you know what? It's Kids Bop Taylor Swift, so it'll get them in exactly the right mood for the movie. And that's our show. No more of the words from Solomon. He's going to say anything else. I get the last word. Do you want to tag us out? Oh, I thought you said you get the last word. Except for the tagging out. You, uh, gotta no, that. you have to do it now. I'm already leaving the studio. <laughs> oh, my God. Follow us. Follow us on Instagram at KidInThePick and at RoadMediaNetwork.com. Make sure you subscribe, follow us on Kids Stays in the Picture on Instagram, or follow us on RogueMediaNetwork.com. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.